<laughs> it's really hard not to sing along with yeah it's a great song uh welcome to another episode of vertigo voices hi everybody uh it's been a while but we're back and that was not just a randomly picked song that was uh do the evolution by pearl jam and uh that'll come up in a minute when i go over my news <laughs> kind of news it's not really news but whatever um, yeah, uh, I can, I, I don't know. Do you remember your name? Yeah, I'm Colby. <laughs> I'm Sophia. Okay, got my notes. Uh, so we do, it's been a while, so we actually have some news to talk about today. First thing, uh, remember how Dead Boy Detectives are going to be on this season of Doom Patrol? Yes. It was just announced that HBO Max has commissioned a pilot for a spinoff. Really? Yeah, but... Okay. It's not expected to tie in to Doom Patrol at all. Oh. And it's not expected to star the same dead boy detectives. Like, they're getting new actors. Oh, more known actors? I have no idea. They haven't announced anything. Uh, it's just been commissioned. That's it. No, okay. Probably no script. I don't even think there's a showrunner. It's just, apparently they think those characters are going to be popular enough that they're going to want their own show. Um, so anyway, it's, just kind of, it's weird to me that they were like, yeah, let's do this, but don't make it connect at all. That's just kind of the DC way right now. <laughs> That's a good descriptor, the DC way. Somebody pointed out that next year there's going to be three different Batmen on movie screens in the same year. All right, I'm a little behind the times here. Of course, there's the one with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert, pa Robert Pattinson has his movie. Then both Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck are going to be in the Flash movie. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. So, like, I, I don't know. DC is suffering from brand confusion. They have for a while, and they're just not able to figure that out. But whatever. Regardless, <laughs> um, interested in Dead Boy Detectives, and uh, looks like it could be good. I, you know, we'll, we'll see. I guess we'll see how they play out in Doom Patrol, which right. I believe starts in a couple weeks. I don't know. It does. Something to look forward to this fall. Uh, we also got word that DC Fandome is coming back this year in October. I think it's like the 16th. We did an episode about that last year. All the new releases and shit. It's like DC's own little Comic-Con that has nothing to do with comics. It's just all <laughs> about the, look at the trailer for fucking Batman, and we're gonna fucking show stuff about Black Adam, and... There's new video games. That's so tight. There's at least going to be a panel about Sweet Tooth, so that should be cool. That should. Um, Trying to get you excited. Yeah. Uh, in adaptation news, like uh, fandom, uh, the final season of Lucifer just dropped yesterday. Oh, yay! So uh, that's apparently quite popular. <laughs> oh, joy. Oh, pleasure. Yeah, I haven't... <laughs> I haven't watched beyond the first couple episodes of the Netflix season. I was kind of hoping for some big shift, and there really wasn't. <laughs> it was just the same old thing. Uh, except it wasn't even that sweary. There's like a brief shot of somebody's butt in one episode, and that's about like, ah, I, I, Was there still lots of pleather? Probably. <laughs> I, it was months ago that I started it, and yeah, I haven't. 
gotten back to that. Uh, Why the Last Man premieres this week. Oh, that's right. Uh, it is getting decidedly mixed reviews right now. I think it's got like a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh, I, uh, whatever. <laughs> I, there's, there's a lot to that comic that could be adapted really well. The fact that it's taken them like nine tries to make this. I don't know. It doesn't inspire a whole lot of hope for me. Especially, you know, like last year, I was like, oh man, they got fucking, uh, what's her name? As Hero. I, I can't remember the actress's yeah. name now. We and, did an episode on yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> and I think Lashana Lynch was going to play 355, and Yorick was Barry Keoghan, and now it's a bunch of no-names, and a guy that's really, really pretty. <laughs> and it just, I don't know, it feels, it feels weird that they already finished the pilot, and they're like, fuck it, we're starting over. <laughs> much. I feel like the only known name now... And I'm probably wrong about this. It's Diane Lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because Timothy Hutton was originally the president. He got recast. Um, I like literally everyone got recast. So uh. whatever. But regardless, I'm still holding out hope that it'll be good. Um, we shall see. And then my last thing that ties in to do the evolution. So that is on the uh, Pearl Jam album Yield. And here's the thing, I don't really like Pearl Jam, just never have, <laughs> but I fucking love that album. <laughs> it came out in like 98, I think, when I was in middle school, and I remember buying it and just loving it because of Do the Evolution. I remember seeing that music video on MTV, and the music video is animated, and it's uh, directed by Todd McFarlane. That's right. And someone else, it was a, an animator... Uh, from Batman the Animated Series. Oh, really? Kevin Altieri. Yeah, he worked on... Oh, he worked on Cops. I used to love that cartoon. <laughs> you ever seen that? No. Fighting crime in a future time. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, he worked on Batman the Animated Series, Cops, Stripperella. I remember that. Stan Lee's Stripperella. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> anyway, so it's a really cool music video. But one of the things that I... So after reading, or after listening to this album for the last few weeks, I watched the music video again, and one of the things... It stuck out to me. That's right, we're doing another episode of Bad Guy Todd. <laughs> it's well known that Todd McFarlane and Neil Gaiman have a... There, there's been a lot of uh, bad blood between them, mainly on Todd McFarlane's side. <laughs> um, and uh, as I was watching this music video, I'm like... So the music video is all about humanity throughout the years just destroying each other. And the music video has a personification of death in it. And guess what the personification of death looks like? She is very pale, <laughs> black-haired. <laughs> yeah, it's totally Death of the Endless. Mm. Um, there's just no mistake. There she in is. That. <laughs> so okay. uh, yeah, so uh, Death of the Endless shows up in this music video, and uh, and Bad Guy Todd ripped off Game and again. <laughs> help like needling that out, really. <laughs> it just it keeps coming up i i'm not searching for this <laughs> oh todd 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 regardless that's a fucking awesome music video though it's here, here. absolutely excellent and uh it would have been nice if gaiman worked on it <laughs> <laughs> just saying uh i think that's all i have probably so let's just get into it today we're going to be watching justice league dark you excited? It's the darkest of Justice Leagues. <laughs> Unless you count Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Technically speaking, though, this was the very first R-rated Justice League movie. This was? Yes. Yes, it's rated R. You wouldn't know it when you watch it. 
what it is. Uh, my favorite quote about that was the director. Who was the director? Why didn't I bring that up? Justice <laughs> League. Oh, why isn't it bringing up the first movie first? There we go. Uh, Jay Olivia. Oh, Ali- Oliva. Jay Oliva. His comment on that one, it was like, the first R-rated fucking DC movie. He goes, wow, I really wish uh, somebody would have told me that was going to be rated R. (laughs) He's like, I definitely didn't make an R-rated movie. Oh, man. (laughs) Because it's definitely not. Anyway, yeah, it stars Matt Ryan as Constantine, which is fun. That is good. And uh, and there's uh, Batman stars in it, because, of course, you got to have fucking Batman. Front and center, because uh, it's Batman. Just recently... Somebody looked at all of DC's books, like their monthly books, and found that I think 50% of them star Batman, mm-hmm. which is like Wolverine in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and not surprising. All right, let's start this fucking thing. It's only like an hour long. Well, it's like 70 minutes, so I'm padding a little bit, but uh, we should probably get going on it. So, okay, we're watching the Blu-ray, got it in the Blu-ray box, and hitting play in three, two, one, go. And we're off. Don't pirate things. (laughs) It's not a victimless crime, okay? Fuck. Do they still put those on DVDs? Like, nobody buys DVDs anymore except for me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I don't know if I've seen a a good anti-piracy thing lately. Yeah, that's a good question. I buy DVDs, but all the ones I've bought are older and used. So they still have those on there. I don't know about a new one. I just bought uh, the Arrow release of Hellraiser 2. Is it any good? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> uh, it's a fucking great movie, uh, but I haven't watched that Blu-ray release of it. I'm gearing up for my, uh, gearing up for my Halloween movies. All right. I'm going to run the whole Hellraiser franchise. How many Hellraiser movies are there? I think 10 when you count the, the, the fucking reboots. Damn. Well, anyway, those are more exciting movies than this, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so actually, this gasping. <laughs> it's just like gasping. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, this has a higher rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes than uh, Why the Last Man. This is like has like a seventy four percent on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. Like that. Both of these movies are really popular amongst fanboys. I don't quite know why. This one just feels really tame, and the sequel feels needlessly over-the-top, like, uh, gory, and like like, like what a teenager would think an adult movie is, you know? Like, (laughs) oh, you're gonna have him fucking, we're we're gonna have Raven say fuck, and we're gonna have blood just spray out of this dude's limb, and uh, like, it it just, it feels really juvenile. (laughs) Like, they realized that they were hyping this up to be R-rated, and it's really not, so yeah, they overcompensated. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> the, we'll get into that, because I'm planning on watching the sequel next week. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. These are both kind of messes, and I'm not much of a fan of either. But, hey, it's, it's Vertigo adjacent, so we're watching it. <laughs> Here we are. Actually, I have to confess that, because um, for some reason, don't ask me why I thought that uh, a while back we were going to watch... Um, Dark Justice uh, Apocalypse. Oh, Apocalypse War. Yeah. Um, and which I you know I think is good. It's not great, but I like it. I enjoyed oh, I it. it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 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 but 
But uh, this one, I have to admit that I tried to watch it, I think, like half a dozen times, and I've never finished it because I've oh, always really? fallen asleep. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's short, but it's, I don't know, it's fucking boring. <laughs> right. It became my white noise. It would just lull me off yeah. to sleep. <laughs> and it's just, again, like, there's so much emphasis put on the actual Justice League. So, like, well, then why, why are we here? Like, why, why is this a thing? Like, who, who cares what Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman are doing? It's supposed to be about a different team. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't, I mean, I'm sure that they've shown up in the comic before the Justice League, or the Justice League Dark comic, but there's significantly less emphasis put on them. And that just bugs me. But again, that's, that's kind of how these new 52 DC movies are. It's all about the big three and, uh, and of everyone else just gets pushed off to the side. And by the big three, I mean Batman, and then, like, kind of Superman and Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, that, like we were discussing earlier, putting characters in for really no reason that forwards the narrative besides their, you know, popular characters. And, like, Batman, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't watched the whole thing yet, is the only popular, quote-unquote popular character that stays throughout the whole movie. It's like we see Wonder yeah. Woman and Superman again, but... Yeah, and uh, like Superman and Wonder Woman are just thrown in to show the status quo of the league and all that. And I get that, but I don't think it's needed. Like we're just eating up runtime showing the Justice League out there fucking around with demons and shit. It's like, oh, we don't know what to do with these demons, so we'll make a team of dark Justice Leaguers. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. And like, yeah, I mean, I mean, conceptually, like, I, I get it. I understand why they use. Batman and Wonder Woman and the Justice League as like the entry point characters, but I don't think it's needed like at all. You don't you don't need them in this. I fucking all just Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, That's subtle. That looks just like the one in Super Friends, and I mean, granted, all the ones in popular media look like the one in Super Friends, but that looks like cartoonishly so. <laughs> That's another funny thing about this movie. Um, tell me if you feel the same. It's not that like the animation is bad. In fact, the drawing of the characters, I think, is is quite good. But um, it really just stands out as, like, a 2D movie. Yeah. Well, that, everything since, I think, Justice League War, maybe, have the same style. And all of... Well, I shouldn't say all of them. But from between Justice League War to Apocalypse War, which is really annoying to me that... That's how they named them. But uh, uh, between all of those movies, they have the same animation style, mostly the same cast, although there's a few characters that flop around, except for Jason O'Mara. He's always Batman. And because of that, there's there's just not really much vibrancy to it. It all looks the same. Pretty much. And before this, DC was the opposite of that. They did, like, New Frontier, which was a direct adaptation of the Darwin Cook uh, comic series. Darwin Cook has a very distinct, like, 1950s style, and they copied that in that movie. And then there was, uh, oh, geez, it wasn't one, Justice League one, uh, fuck, when the Bruce Timm did, uh, about the, like, evil Justice League and an alternate Earth. God damn it, Gods and Monsters. Oh. Where, uh, and that had, like, the old school, like, uh, 1990s Batman the animated series vibe. And then there was Justice League Doom, which was similar to this, but a little less, uh, a little less stylized, I guess. 
Uh, opening credits. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, waiting with bated breath. Um, so anyway, it's just like, I, I liked it when they had more uniqueness to each movie. Right. Yeah. It's especially odd to me since like we had talked about just a few minutes ago that DC is kind of all over the map in terms of continuity and adaptations. But then when it came to like these new 52 movies, they're like, no, you're all going to fucking line up and this one's going to lead to that one. It's just, it was really odd to me that that's where they drew the line. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so here's our guy. Here's Constantine, for those of you listening at home. Yeah, Matt, so Matt Ryan voices Constantine, um, but this doesn't have any connection to the TV show. Um, but it's, it's really interesting to me because the show ran from, what, 2014 to 2015, I think? Yeah. And then it got canceled. That same year, then, he was in Arrow as John Constantine. Then the next year, he was on this. Uh, then he was on Legends of Tomorrow, then he was in Justice League War, or, uh, what's it called? Apocalypse Wars. <laughs> and so, like, even though that show got canceled, what, six years ago, he's still playing this character. And it, it's a real testament to his take on the character and how much that has, uh, like, connected with fans. That, like, he is John Constantine. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Keanu Reeves played John Constantine. <laughs> Matt Ryan is John Constantine. <laughs> well said, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in the animated movie, too, City of Demons. Oh, okay. Which connects to these movies, kind of. They're supposed to be in the same continuity. <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah. It doesn't really matter, because uh, it's not like anything is referenced, but when that when City of Demons first was announced... It sounded like it was going to be a spinoff of the TV show. Uh, but the continuity doesn't make any fucking sense. Chaz is British in it. Uh, it retells a story that was adapted to an episode of Constantine. So it just, like, it was like, well, this can't be what that is. <laughs> and so then after, like, no, it's actually, it's in continuity with Justice League Dark. So, sure, why not? <laughs> but of course. There's the House of Mystery. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it looks like a house from Better Homes and Gardens. Yeah, it does. It's really not mysterious. No. It's got a, got a nice, like, wraparound porch. Uh-huh. Be good for sitting out front in a rocking chair and sipping some iced tea, watching the neighbor kids play in the front yard. Right. It just <laughs> does not fit the moniker of House of Mystery. Yeah. I guess even a powerful magician needs to sip sweet tea once in a while. I don't know. <laughs> so I guess that's the fact that House of Mystery is in this. That's another Vertigo connection. Yeah. Hey, the Dreamstone. I forgot that was in this too. Oh, the Ass Ruby. Hmm. But yeah, I can't even. What is the Dreamstone supposed to do in this? I don't know. <laughs> it gives Max Lord wishes. <laughs> True. <Remember>? Yes. <laughs> Right. And fucking body <laughs> deteriorates. God damn it. It was a weird movie. It was. It was. <laughs> so are we saying that that came... No, that came out in 2020 or 2021? What? A Wonder Woman? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was 2020. It was like it was like Christmas Day it came out, I think. Part of me like wants to say that it was one of the worst movies of 2020, but I also want to like move it over <laughs> to 2021. It was really bad. <laughs> it was. It was. 
And as much as I like Matt Ryan in this role, it, maybe it's just me, but I kind of feel like he's a little bit hamstringed in this. Like his voice doesn't have the the Ryaness or yeah. the. Well, he's not a voice actor. No, that's true. That's true. And I'm pretty sure this is his first voice acting. No, he's done other voice acting. He did, he's done some video game voice acting, but uh, it's clear that he's kind of finding Constantine's voice in this and I, I think he does a little better in the sequel but uh, I, one of the things too Constantine never smokes in this never? uh uh-uh. because it's supposed to be PG-13 Jesus <laughs> again like it wasn't it wasn't filmed to be R oh <laughs> uh, there's all Etrigan they muted his colors I don't like that I like him when he's just gaudy and bright <laughs> he is kind of beige in this isn't he? Yeah. Very samey. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and he's got his little Demon Knights sword. There's a there was a comic book from the New 52 called Demon Knights that was like Justice League Dark, but in like the old day, like the fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? Like hundreds of years ago. Okay. And it was like Etrigan and Shining Knight, maybe. A couple other people. I don't know. <laughs> it, uh was written by Paul Cornell. He was a good writer, but I couldn't get into it. Like so many other New 52 books. <laughs> well, you gave it the honest try. Yeah. Really, like, top talents that are just pissed away. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I do not like the New 52. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. There's very little to recommend it. I mean, I haven't read them all, but like you said, the ones I have read, I'm just like, meh, not really. Hmm. But yeah, we could do a whole episode on how the new 52 is fucked things up. Did you ever hear about the failed Justice League Dark movie? Live action? No. It's a thing? It's been in the works forever. I think there's currently a version in the works for HBO Max. But I think Joseph Kahn, who is a music video director... I think his take got the furthest along. So it actually originated before the Justice League Dark comic. Um, Guillermo del Toro wrote a script for Warner Brothers called Dark Universe. And it was Constantine, Swamp Thing, Zatanna. It's just like bringing together the supernatural characters from DC. And then I think at that point is when like DC Comics were like, hey, this, he's kind of onto something here. <laughs> so then they wrote Justice League Dark. He rewrote the script to be more in line with the comic. It floated around for a couple years and went away. Then I think Doug Lyman, who did Born Identity, was attached for a while. Then he left. Then Joseph Kahn. Um, now I think like J.J. Abrams is producing it. Really? Um, I don't know. It's It's... It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Been floating around forever. Yeah. So I seriously doubt anything's going to come of it. But uh, it's just weird that the live action has been uh, floating around for so long and nothing happened of it. But okay. Uh, when Joseph Kahn was doing it, he actually did concept art for a lot of the characters. Let's see if I can find it. There was, there was some really good stuff here. So there, John Constantine was going to be Dan Stevens. Oh, that's cool. Um, Looks good. Dead man. I don't think he had anyone for that. Uh, Swamp Thing. Looking good. Guy. Then Jason Blood. This one I really like. It was uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yes. Oh, that would have been a lot of fun to see. Yeah. 
And then Zatanna was Natalie Dormer. Hmm, interesting choice. Yeah. Not a bad one. And I don't know who that is. Oh, Floronic Man was in it. Oh. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, so uh, he, uh, he did a lot of work on it, and I think that would have been cool, but... It looks captivating. We didn't get that. It uh, fell into a purgatory and mm. remains there. Yeah, it's, it's dark in purgatory <laughs> for the Justice League. Apparently so. Uh, too bad. <clears throat> hey, there's Dead Man. <laughs> we got this instead. Yeah, great. Neat. <laughs> Yay. Um, who does uh, the voice for Dead Man? Isn't it um, one of the Kuturo brothers? I don't know. It is... Ray Chase. Oh, never mind. So, no. Wait, no. Nicholas Turturro. Oh, <laughs> I got Boston Brand and Jason Blood mixed up. Yeah, I don't... What is he? Um, I think um, he's... I, I'm probably wrong, but I thought he was related to the more well-known Turturro. Yeah, it says he's younger brother to John Turturro, but oh. has he, is he in anything that I wouldn't know? I think he was in he was in Black Klansman. Was he? Yeah. Was he in that? Oh, I can't remember. I only saw the movie once, but I remember his face. Oh. I don't know if I know his face. <laughs> oh, wait. I think I know who this guy is. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Oh my god, I was trying to just... You had a long night. (laughs) Take it easy on yourself. I gotta look up a picture of this dude. What's fucking going on in the movie? I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah, that guy. Uh, Okay, I did not know that he was related to John Turturro. I don't even know that I knew his name. He used to be on, like, one of those fucking cop shows in the 90s. Was it... Was it, um... Oh... Uh, I want to say Law and Order, but I don't think that was it. No, it wasn't that. Uh, NYPD Blue. Oh, okay. Yeah. That cop show. Yeah. He was one of them. <laughs> so many fucking cop dramas. <laughs> Hard to keep track. He was in L.A. Law also. Oh, he was in Law and Order. Uh-huh. Where? Um, just, just like for one episode, oh. it looks like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was CSI for an episode. He's been around for a while, then. Yeah. Law and Order SVU, three episodes, practically the star. <laughs> oh, he was in the Name of the Rose remake, starring John Turturro. <laughs> oh. uh-huh. That's funny. What is that? The re- is that the remake of? Um, didn't you tell me about that movie? It's a remake of Name of the Rose. Yeah, uh, the, it's based on a novel by Umberto Eco. It's it's good. It's a, the original movie stars Sean Connery, and Christian Slater, That's and right. Ron Perlman. I still need really to watch good. it. Yeah, it's really, really, like, grimy looking, you know? It's one of those, like, just history was gross. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these fucking monks just waddling around in the mud and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All greasy and sweaty. And yeah, <laughs> just, just everyone looks gross. They specifically, like, gave a lot of the actors prosthetics to look like, uh, oh, just, like, grotesque Renaissance paintings. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really well done. I really hate the layout of this scene, by the way. <laughs> Batman's, like, driving around in a canyon. I don't know. This just, this doesn't look, it, it looks like a Scooby-Doo cartoon, you know? That, yes, yes, that hits the nail on the head. It does. You expect to see the mystery van yeah, from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Jinkies! Yeah. 
Oh. And these two are supposed to have something going on in this, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, either they did or will they, won't they? Because then in the sequel, they're fucking, like, it starts with them in the watchtower hmm. uh, in bed together. <laughs> and then she dies immediately. Oh, <laughs> like, everyone in that fucking movie. Well, that's the other thing, too. Like, pretty much Zatanna with a different haircut looks exactly like Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's true. And Bruce Wayne, when he doesn't, you know, when he's Bruce Wayne, he looks pretty much exactly like Superman. Because yeah. <laughs> this is New 52, so Superman can't have a split curl. Okay, it's got to be, it's got to be a handsome dude. Apparently so. Oh. <laughs> hey, there's Black Orchid. There she is, yeah. Well, the most respected character in this thing. So we just watched this a few minutes ago before we started the movie, but there's a special feature on the Blu-ray of this where they talk through some of the characters, and one of them, they talk about Black Orchid. And Mike Carlin, who... He's worked for DC for decades. He should know better. Um, he's like, yeah, I've read, I read Black Orchid comics in the 70s. I read Neil Gaiman's Black Orchid. As I was reading them for this movie, I was thinking like, I don't know anything about her. Like, what is her deal? So we just, like, changed it and just made her into the house. <laughs> yeah, why would you put her in the movie then? Yeah. But it's just, like, like, liter- like her name is Black Orchid. Her powers are uh, plant-related, you know? Yes. Why would you take a character named that who looks like this, who has plant powers, and they, she's just the fucking Alfred of the house. Oh <laughs> like, well, why, talk about pissing away a really good design and uh, a cool power set. Exactly. And to me, she doesn't look so much like Black Orchid in this movie. Like, she looks like a very sexy fish. Yeah, that's kind of what Black Orchid looks like nowadays, though. Like, I get it. I mean, it's got the purple... Like in the Vertigo run, so like, I, I, it passes the squint test for me. <laughs> Just nothing about her powers or story do. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's such a weird, like, why would you do that? Why would you, why not just have a butler character? <laughs> or no one. <laughs> like, why do? Why does the House of Mystery even need to have a body? Just, like, cut her out. She's totally useless. And that's another thing. It's, it's supposed to be, oh, the fucking house wanted a human body. Like, that's not what a human looks like. Right. <laughs> She's a sexy fish. Like, why would you? <laughs> oh, I, I want to mimic a human, so I'm going to look as inhuman as I can. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> walking down the street that way, you're not going to get any stairs. Not inconspicuous whatsoever. Well, she never leaves the house, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just it's just fucking weird that like that's a really really dumb plot point that doesn't make sense. Right. It Well, there's a lot about this movie that apparently doesn't make sense. Um Hey. I think that was a reference to No, never mind. That was Skull Island. To say that <laughs> looked like a re- I thought the monkey in the cage was a reference to uh Oh, what the fuck is that movie? Dead Alive? Brain Dead. Oh, maybe, yeah. Like Peter Jackson movie with the yeah. monkey at the beginning. Does that tie into Vertigo somehow? Can we watch that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> because Peter Jackson... Uh, wait. <laughs> Peter Jackson is a comic book fan. Probably. Lord of the Rings is basically just an adaptation of 
Sandman. <laughs> Are you making shit up again? No. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, there's like, if we really want to get into it, then there's some MCU movies that could be considered Vertigo adjacent, since Odin, Thor, and Loki all show up in Sandman. True. I wouldn't be upset by that. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, is this where they meet? What's his name? Um, Richie. Yes. Um, what the fuck is his name? Simpson. Mm, oh, Richie no. Simpson. What the hell? Um, is it Richie? Fucking Christ! What is his name? It's uh, the same guy that played it. Oh, Richie Simpson. You're right. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> so it would confuse me because his last name changes in the comics. What's it in the comics? It's Richie Simpson, but there's one issue where he talks about him dying. And they, they gives him a different last name. <laughs> and it's like, don't, uh, okay? It was like years later, and it was just a new writer who didn't remember his name. So he gave him a different last name. <laughs> Why not? It's kind of like when uh, Mike Carey was writing Hellblazer. There's one storyline where there's this uh, dude that I can't remember his backstory, but he like just knows everything. And there's, there's a scene where he kidnaps Chaz, and he calls Chaz Charles. He's like, I hope you don't mind me calling you by your real name. And like, that's not Chaz's real name. It's, uh, it's Francis. He calls him Chaz because it's a joke. Because Chaz Chandler was a music producer. Right. Like, that's why he calls him Chaz Chandler. It's not because his real name is Charles. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those, like, well, the comic had already been going around for 20 years by then. Oh, so uh, new writers just uh, forget things that were established early. Well, you know, and I, I understand that as... as long as you're creating something, you're going to have missteps. You're going to have stuff that's just not that good. That's just what happens when you create on a consistent basis. Not everything you make can be amazing. But, like, I have a real problem with, like, laziness. You know, you have this whole history of this comic that you can go and pull from and reference, and you're like, oh, I can't remember the guy's name, so... <laughs> it happens. That's just the nature of something that long-running. I wouldn't call it laziness. I would call it uh, just human error. Sure. We, we'll do it. And it's, again, it's not anything game-breaking. Um, you can just retcon it later if you really want. Uh, oh, yeah, you called him the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's Jeremy Davies as Richie Simpson right here. And as I've mentioned before, he has a really weird, I don't know, winding uh, uh, connection to this character. Because Davies played him on Constantine, the TV show. Then he played him in this movie where he uses the Dreamstone to become Dr. Destiny. And then in the Arrowverse, he played Dr. Destiny. (laughs) So he goes from Richie to Richie Destiny to Destiny. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just a, a weird, fun connection to me. And I have absolutely no idea if any of that was... Uh, planned. Hmm. I think it was just blind coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got to it. Let's just call him Destiny. But it's just, it's funny to me that, that you know, he happened. He plays uh, essentially one character, but in three different continuities with three different stories. And, well, I guess it's two characters, but they're fucking, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird and I like it. <laughs> Well, it can be fun to have the opportunity to explore a character in different settings like that. 
most people don't get the chance. But again, it's just, it's, it's odd that, like, because in this, Dr. Destiny and Richie are two different characters. Well, in the comics they are too. But uh, in this, they're two different characters that then get, like, merged by the end. And of all the ways to do that, or of all, of all the characters to bring together, they just happened to pick the two characters that Jeremy Davies then played in live action also. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I don't know why that's a thing, but I like it. <laughs> it works. So now who is this that they're coming to I see in the hospital? fucking know. It's, it's eye, eye galaxy guy. <laughs> Forehead eye galaxy guy. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm reading this plot synopsis right now to try to figure out what's going on. Is it supposed to be? No. I was gonna say it's supposed to be Doctor Fate, but I don't think he's in this. I'm trying to remember where I fell asleep. I think we're getting close. <laughs> Swamp thing. <laughs> yeah. Just some poor random schmuck. Yeah. It's Keanu Reeves. Aha! Looking into his fucking galaxy hole in his head. <laughs> Speaking of galaxy holes, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which they now go into. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the, uh, of course you've seen the new Matrix trailer. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't know. It looks like a fucking remake. Like, I... There better be something really interesting going on there. <laughs> because that trailer was clearly made to be like, yay, fucking Matrix nerds, get a big old nostalgia boner because mm -hmm. we're doing the Matrix again. You like red pills? Well, there's a red pill. <laughs> you like the part in the first movie when the guy's arms move really fast and he's punching it? Well, there it is again. Remember the dojo? We do too. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, I don't know. There's There's got to be something more to it. Um, or else I'm going to be very disappointed that, uh, is it Lana or Lily? I can't remember which Lana. Wachowski, uh, is just playing her greatest hits, you know, like, yeah. I die. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was kind of feels like, like, I am watching the trailer. You feel like, you know, when you run into an ex from a long, long time ago <laughs> yeah. and you're like, well, you're still cute, but yeah. I'm not that person anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, man, the summer of 1999 was a long time ago. <laughs> was it was i've grown but clearly you have not <laughs> yeah you're still the same no the the black trench coat's cool and everything but just not <laughs> as cool man right nothing against frosted tips but i <laughs> know yeah, oh. the the fucking green raining matrix code like we all had that uh, screensaver but uh, not anymore <laughs> no not anymore although i i have to say the uh, the original soundtrack soundtrack which is like a soundtrack gape oh Hey, that's a lot of shit. Ew. <laughs> I somehow missed that part. What? Oh, there it is. There we go. Hi. Oh, yeah. This is just fucking dogma. <laughs> I was just going to say. The dogma? The shit demon. The, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was he called? Uh, Golgothan? Golgothan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no man of woman born. <laughs> I don't know why he quotes... Uh, was it Macbeth? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know why he quotes Macbeth in that scene, but I always love that part. It's a very cultured piece of shit. <laughs> Speaking of, that is a huge piece of shit with legs. Yeah. That's, that, there's your R rating. You can't show that. 
That oh. security guard looks like Mike Carlin. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like looks like a younger Mike Carlin. <laughs> a little nod there. Have you ever seen the Justice League Dark fan film? Fan film. Yeah, it actually came out before this. Um, Is it better? No. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking fan film. Really good costumes. The guy that plays Constantine is like 40 pounds overweight and uh, is not British and does not do a good job with the British accent. (laughs) He tries, bless his heart. Yeah, and it's funny because I followed this from the beginning. There he is. Um, In their initial uh, pitch, they had a completely different actor (laughs) as as Constantine. And... uh, and then they got that guy. So I don't know what the story is there, but... Things happen. Um, Dead Man looked pretty good in it. I was trying to find a picture, but... I can't! I don't know, the whole fucking... Oh, there he is, kind of. You can see his profile. Oh, yeah. Looks pretty pretty good for a fan. Pretty, pretty Dead Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fine. I mean, it's, it's a fan film, so you get what you pay for. Just not much, um, <laughs> but uh, whatever. It's probably better than this. It's short, <laughs> <laughs> much shorter anyway. Huh? Well, you know, and and I know they uh, don't always, they don't. Well, they rarely work, but um, I don't know. There's something to be said for fan films. And yeah, that. for sure. I used to like really love them when I was in college. I used to watch fan films all the time. Ones like Grayson and uh, oh Christ, what was that other one? Uh, there was a Green Arrow fan film back in the early 2000s that was really good. Um, oh, I have one on DVD called First Round. It's about the Punisher fighting Wolverine. <laughs> oh, wow. That would sound like it would be very hard to do even if it wasn't a fan film. Yeah, it's surprisingly well done. It feels very official. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just fun. That There was this one guy, I can't remember his name, this one dude that had his own little like kind of fan film company and he made some really good ones with like the question and uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. He had a really good one that was like a Blue Beetle Booster Gold PSA, and it was like an anti-smoking PSA, like Blue Beetle talking to the camera, and then it pans over and Booster standing there smoking. Booster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds like fun, actually. Yeah, and his, his question ones are really good too. He had a fun like you know question mask. Blank face. Oh, and then also, I mean, the the gold star P- or PSA, Jesus. The gold star fan film is probably Batman Dead End. Did you ever see that one? No. It's Batman. It starts with Batman chasing down uh, the Joker in this, like, dark alley. He beats the shit out of him for a little bit. And then he, as Joker's, like, laughing, and then suddenly a xenomorph from Aliens drops down and grabs him. <laughs> and, and Batman's like, what the hell? And then as he's trying to figure that out, a predator swoops down and kills a xenomorph. <laughs> and then Batman has just a big hand-to-hand fight with a predator in an alley. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's really well done. And uh, that fan film, like, there's, like, four predators that show up in it, all have unique designs. Uh, NECA, the toy company that makes the Predator toy line and Aliens toy line, made toys of each of the Predator from that. So, like, it's such a good fan film, it's actually been officially licensed now from the official company. <laughs> oh, good for them. 
So how do how do uh, fan films avoid copyright claims? Uh, because they don't charge money. <laughs> if you're not making money on it, you can do whatever you want. They just they always have a disclaimer. You know, it's just like uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, Twenty four hour diner. That'd oh, be a fan yeah, film. yeah, that's a great fan film. Yeah, encanting in other language. <laughs> I wish I could encant in other languages. I wish I could do whatever Black Orchid does. Here. Right, exactly. She's touching that guy's chest, and there's some glowing going on. <laughs> Apparently, that's a power. Well, you know, if you come back from the bar, it's really, really late, and you know, you or you've been to a rave, and you know, you want to glow stick someone. Each to their own, I suppose. I don't like that Jason Blood's little gray stripe in his hair is really thin. <laughs> he should be whiter. Yeah, I don't know. I just like that could just be a shadow, you know. It, that's true. Make it make it pronounced. More prominent, yes. It's like like Rogue in the eighties. She's like a really thin white strip in her hair. Yeah. And then over the years, it's gotten bigger and bigger, and now it takes up like a whole middle of her hair. True. True. Well, she did have pretty big hair in the eighties too. That's true. Well, <laughs> not really. That was more of a nineties thing. Was it more nineties? Yeah, in the eighties, it was always really like slicked down. And uh, I was going to bring up too much stuff. I should have put X Men. Hmm. Um, fuck, none of those are actually from the eighties. X Men, uh, <laughs> Rogue, eighties. No, that's all nineties. That's one of her costumes from the 80s. Oh, and it is very thin there. Yeah. You can see, yeah. I don't know if that's what I'm thinking of. There's like there's one cover specifically where it's... Oh, there we go. There's a good example. Oh, there you right go. Here in the yeah. 80s. yeah and there's, oh, yeah. But then in the 90s, then it went all fucking big. <laughs> big hair. Big hair and leather jackets. Some white snake hair right there. Yeah. And nowadays, it's more like that, which is in the front. A little more emo. Yeah, very. Not that that's bad. That was the X-Men Evolution cartoon, which she was very emo. And then the comics kind of followed suit. There's a, kind of her look now. Now, that was probably 2005, I'd say. <laughs> Makes sense. It's which, I don't know, I probably stopped reading X-Men in like 2008 or nine, so... <laughs> That's just where my knowledge of them end. <laughs> kind of divorced yourself from the property. Huh? It's just too much. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> talk about a lot of different timelines and storylines. and Yeah. Oh, we're back in fucking... There's a demon knight flashback in this, I guess. Speaking of timelines... Well, there's Dr. Destiny, played by... Is it Alfred Molina right here? Or, or is, this, is this when he's Felix Faust? I, I think it's Alfred think. Molina. Because he plays Destiny, but I can't remember. I can't remember if it's here or not or whatever. Because uh, Enrico Colatoni plays Faust. I thought that was during the flashback. Um, either way, the you know, poor Alfred Molina is totally underused. Like, if you're going to get Alfred Molina to do, do voice acting in your animated film, give him more to do. So, the yeah. Fucking uh, the once and future Dr. Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd be able to say that. Um, right. Have you seen that trailer? Speaking I of? have. Okay. And I really honestly wasn't 
that interested until Alfred Molina popped up. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Foxx is back, too. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The trailer implies that Willem Dafoe is back as well, but they're keeping that under wraps. But, I mean, he's definitely back. <laughs> I uh, So I showed that to one of my coworkers. I was like, hey, have you seen the new Spider-Man trailer? And she was like, no. Like, hey, bring it up. And she doesn't know. Like, she doesn't follow the making of these at all. So she's watching it, and at the end, it shows the the fucking tentacle come out of the hole. And then when he pops up, she's like, oh, Doc Ock. And then when he's like, hello, Peter. She's like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's Alfred Molina from Spider-Man 2. She's like, yeah, I, I know. What, what, what just happened? Like, what? how was that? What? Like, yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> just when you think you got a handle on Marvel, they throw something like that at you. Exactly. They know how to crowd police. <laughs> Don't they, though? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> it's so sad that it keeps coming up in conversation, but, like, you can't help it. It's just, like, Marvel knows how to tease, yeah, whereas DC is like, you like this, don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you like having four different versions of Commissioner Gordon in three different shows. <laughs> just jam that shit in there. Yeah, so next year, so there's the, oh, there's that new Batgirl show that they're working on. They just cast Batgirl. Who's Batgirl? Uh, I can't remember her name. It's nobody I've ever heard of. And apparently they want J.K. Simmons to come back to play Gordon for that. Where at the same time, they're working on a Gotham Central spinoff of The Batman with Jeffrey Wright playing Jim Gordon in that. It's like those two shows are going to be on at the same time. Jesus. Plus, like, Gordon's in Young Justice, which is an animated series that's next the next season comes out i think next month um plus you've got titans where gordon's dead in that <laughs> uh, what's it barbara gordon is the new uh uh police chief commissioner whatever <laughs> and uh, it's just like again it's just weird brand confusion and i understand their thinking because they're like oh, we don't want to just mimic marvel like, well, you don't now. You did a few years ago. You were just really bad at it. Right. <laughs> so that's why you don't want to do that anymore. Uh-huh. But the reason, like, it would be so fucking easy for them to mimic Marvel and do it successfully. Because they've got 80 years of these characters in the comics to draw from. And right. they've got an interconnected universe already. And fuck, they do on the CW. They do that really well. <laughs> All of their interconnected shows. They, they did an adaptation of Crisis on Infinite Earths two years ago, for fuck's sake. And that's right. Like, it can be done, but whatever. They're confusing. So confusing. Yeah. Well, and, you know, all, all of this to say we still don't have a... Uh, we still don't have a standalone fucking Catwoman movie. Yeah, we do. It came out in 2004. <laughs> that so doesn't count. Did you ever read uh, the script for the Catwoman movie? Uh, I can't remember who wrote it. Uh, after Batman Returns? No. It was a spinoff. Uh, it was fucking weird. <laughs> um, so Michelle Pfeiffer was going to come back. The guy that wrote it, I want to say it was the dude that wrote Batman Returns. Daniel Waters. I believe so. Um, it was a really fucking weird script about... Um, I don't know. It was, it was kind of about feminism and superheroics. It was really dark and had a really weird sense of humor. The bad guy, like, so other than Catwoman, there's no connection to any DC character. The bad guy in it is a superhero named Captain God. All right, 
Because it's like he's just so powerful, he's God. <laughs> and it's it's really weird. Um, it would have been a better movie than than the Halle Berry Catwoman, obviously, <laughs> because the shit monster in this was a better lead than Halle Berry as Catwoman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but it also would have made it zero dollars. Like it was so isolating. And so goddamn weird <laughs> that there's no way anyone in like 1995 would have wanted to watch that. It's just too bad. Because here it is 2021 and we can barely get a mainstream female superhero film. But yeah, We've had a few now. A few. But also, I mean, Catwoman, Catwoman is a side character. She... I, don't, I don't really like her as a lead, to be honest. There's so many. Hey, this one thing. Oh, oh he's really big in this. Yeah. Big motherfucker. He's been eating his Wheaties. <laughs> he has. Goodness. Lots of uh, microgreens on this one. Yeah. Um, but no, I disagree. There's so many storylines from the 1990s Catwoman yeah. that, are, she, that stands alone and that you can make into a, um effective um, cat burglar slash detective story. Yeah. Hey, there are. I just don't really care about them because derivative characters or characters derivative of major characters like Robin, Nightwing, Catwoman, fucking Oracle, Azrael, whatever. I just, I don't care as much about those characters, especially when they can't even nail down Batman, you know? like, <laughs> And uh, fuck, she's going to be in the Batman. Yeah. Um, Which is good. I was yeah. excited to see that. I think Zoe Kravitz will do a good job. Yeah. Um, come on. You can't tell me that they're putting all of this energy into these, you know, various branching side projects, even if they are connected with main characters. And it's like, really? No one's sitting around thinking about, well, what can we do with, um, you know, uh, Catwoman or um, Huntress or... Oh, Huntress was in Birds of Prey. Yes. <laughs> they pro- I'm just saying, they, they probably are, but it's clear that they can't nail down A-list characters. So B-listers have less of a chance. <laughs> so... What what you're insinuating is just keep your fucking hands off the side characters if you're going to screw up the name uh, so much. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like DC does not have a proven track record yet. You're right. For movies. I loved the Suicide Squad, and I loved seeing those C and D listers get splattered all over the screen. But that is a very specific story with a very specific voice behind it, and that is not a voice <laughs> that DC brings to anything else that they make. They they just don't have faith in their creatives like they gave James Gunn or they like they gave James the, the free reign that they gave James Gunn, whatever they don't, they don't have that kind of faith in their other creatives um, because of Zack Snyder. <laughs> I mean, they gave him free reign and look what he did with the fucking universe. Ooh, yeah. Well, I can't debate that. You're right. <laughs> and it's just like, they just, they don't have that laser focus that Marvel has because Marvel has, uh, what's his name? Kevin Feige, uh, like looking over everything and then he lets his creatives do their thing and make sure that it all comes in line with what they need, you know? And for the most part, it absolutely does. Yeah. And especially within the last few years where they've gotten really experimental and shit like fucking WandaVision and Loki and what if, have you watched any of what if? I have not. No, it's the the new animated series on Disney plus. Oh, every episode is just, Hey, like what if there's fucking zombies? (laughs) Like that was, that was the latest episode. What if uh, T'Challa was taken by Yondu? Oh, that sounds like a ride. Exactly. And most of, for most of these, 
they get the film actors to voice their roles. Chadwick Boseman's last performance as T'Challa was on What If. Oh. Yeah. He's been in two episodes so far. And, uh, like, fucking Paul Rudd plays Ant-Man in it. And, you know, like... <laughs> well, sounds like a blast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really fun, weird show. And I, that's the kind of thing that, you know, Marvel Comics have been doing for years with the, the What If series. But, but again, like, Marvel has evolved past the point of everyone needs an origin and everyone needs to be this hero and blah, blah, blah. I have a little hero's journey. So now they're just doing crazy shit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they've got the shows. They've got movies. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shang-Chi just came out. It was good. I haven't seen it yet. It was a little standard, but it was also an exploration of uh, the Asian-American identity and uh, what, it, what it means to... Uh, to have like your connection to ancestors pulling you, you know, and like I don't know, it was it was very interesting, and I'm sure if I were Asian, I would have gotten a lot more out of it. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was really well done. Simu Liu was a really good uh, lead, a Shang Chi, and uh, Tony Long, Lit Long, Long, whatever, as the Mandarin. That was fun. I I need to see that. It's playing at the theater. Yeah, I, I should go see it. My only. Complaint with, well, there's a couple complaints, but nothing major. There's one character that gets killed off that I'm like, eh, they shouldn't have done it that way. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It's just a, a villain that dies towards the end and it's like almost tossed aside. Like, ah, oh, there's some, like, they could have mined that for some pathos there because uh, it would have been better if Sean got to kill, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then there's, there's actually a bit with the Mandarin, well, they don't call him the Mandarin in this, that kind of annoyed me because he talks about the Mandarin from Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, they took this guy and they made him into like me. He's like, and they, they named him after an orange. <laughs> I'm like, that's, I mean, yeah, but that's also, that's not where that word came from. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I get what you're trying to do there, but that's not true. Like the word Mandarin is actually, uh, I think a Danish word. Uh, I think it's, it's either Danish or Dutch or whatever. And when those, their explorers got to China, the people, the uh, like commanders that they met, that they met there, had a word for themselves. I can't remember what it is, and it, it sounds similar to Mandarin. And when uh, the Dutch, again, I think it's the Dutch, when they uh, translated that themselves, they called it Mandarin, and it literally means commander. Oh, there you go. Like, so, hey, get that's a good name for a leader. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. See, words matter. Yeah. So the fact that they kind of like hand waved it is like <laughs> it's so goofy. Like, well, I mean. It's not really that goofy. I mean, yeah, it kind of sounds goofy now if you directly compare it to an orange, but it's not a word that's inherently goofy. Also, that's a dialect of Chinese, Mandarin. Right. Yes. <laughs> I was like, it's actually a language too. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to try so hard there. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But that that uh, that version of Mandarin, uh, what Trevor from Iron Man three, actually like impacts the plot of this movie more than I thought it would. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they do a good job of tying it together. Actually. Yeah, it's it's it was it was fun. It was fun to see. That. Did you ever see uh, All Hail the King? That short. I did not. Oh, it's on Disney Plus now too. But it's all about Trevor in jail. Oh. After after he gets arrested at the end of Iron Man three, and it's just like a fucking short film starring Ben Kingsley and uh, Scoot McNary as a, uh, a reporter that's coming to interview him, and it also features the return of. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, he's in it too? As Justin Hammer, yeah. yeah. He's in that short. 
So anyway, I would watch that before you see uh, Shang-Chi because it all ties together. Okay. Like all Marvel shit, it all ties together. <laughs> I have some homework when I get there. Also, this thing is still going. It oh, is. there's Felix Faust. Yes, yes. But they've been, they've been here for how long now? Like 15 minutes? Yeah. Where are they? Are they in the House of Mystery? I thought they were at Faust's place. <laughs> Maybe I don't care. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, yeah. The fight, I... fight scene takes forever. Why isn't this show about Marvel? We should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Vertigo's fucking stupid. <laughs> Damn it, Vertigo. Oh, man. Uh, this movie's stupid, but that's it. Yes, yes. This movie and Wonder Woman 1984 mm. and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like half of what we've talked about. <laughs> well, I want to ask some, I mean, granted... We all have our taste, but I want to ask some of the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, like, were we watching the same movie? Because yeah. like, briskly paced, fun action. I'm like, really? <laughs> I feel like we've been here for two hours. It's been 51 minutes. <laughs> exactly. It's a long-ass movie. Oh, Encanting in Other Languages. Yeah. Here we go. There's Batman just looking on. Good thing he's in this story. <laughs> and that's kind of like a, a, a silly thing that they start but never explore with this is, um, you know, in the very beginning when the Justice League's all sitting around the table and they're talking about, hey, there's this crazy shit going on where people see demons, but they're not really there. Um, Batman's all like, hum, 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 this can be solved with good detective work and magic is stupid, da 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 But they really don't explore that anymore in this movie. Yeah. Also, like, uh, you live in the DC universe. Right, <laughs> right. It's like, you're going to tell me with all the stuff he, uh, you've seen? <laughs> he knows that dead man exists. But magic isn't real. <laughs> and again, like, you can look at it however you want. You can go, oh, it's just dimensional fucking vibration, whatever. Like, hey, whatever. You can, it's still magic, you know? <laughs> Tons of weird shit is still happening. Yeah. If, it's not, if it's not something that you can explain or control or whatever, then yeah, it's magic. It doesn't matter what it is. Yes, yeah. And it's just a, it's, again, a ridiculous little... I, I don't know what they were trying to do there, especially since it really never comes up in the movie again. It's it's, just, it's one of those like real world questions or complaint or whatever that they then put into this. But like, hey, this isn't the real world that right. we're watching, so that complaint doesn't make sense. Or whatever it is, his skepticism <laughs> doesn't make sense in this fictional world. Exactly. Yeah, it makes sense in the real world, definitely. <laughs> Not in this though. Yeah. <laughs> That's not where we're at. Batman's friends with Etrigan. Like, I mean, you don't... <laughs> it's kind of the end, you know? Like, oh, I'm friends with a literal demon, so... I don't know about the magic thing, though. Uh, bridge too far. Exactly. This uh, Wonder Woman here with her magic lasso. Yeah, I don't know. Don't, don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, right? Direct descendant of gods. Oh, boy. Yeah. And just... Bad writing. Well, I, I, okay, you're right. Name foobars or human error, that's lazy writing. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And it's, again, it's just, it's very obvious because it's literally just putting that natural human skepticism into a voice in the movie. Mm-hmm. And if this were anything else but this crazy world full of supernatural beings, it would make sense. But it doesn't here. Right. Because, like we just said. <laughs> I guess if you, and this would change the movie entirely, it wouldn't be the same. But if you wanted to do like uh, 
you know, Batman just kind of starting out as yeah. being Batman and he gets introduced to these characters and, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in that. Yeah, exactly. But then he wouldn't tie into the fucking DC Because <laughs> that's important. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what fish she reminds me of. She reminds me of a very specific kind of fish. She's one of the fish police. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Vaguely. Is that a cartoon? I think it was a comic that got turned into a cartoon. <laughs> fish police. Here we go. Yeah, it was a cartoon. Yeah. It yes. It was a comic and then a cartoon. I don't think that's what I'm thinking of, though. I was thinking... Like an updated modern version. I mean, look. I at was thinking of what the fuck is that? Space pre. Oops. Precinct. I swore there was a fish guy in this. Huh. There's a this. show called Space Precinct something. Twenty forty. I thought there was a fish dude on that. God damn it! Now what am I thinking of? <laughs> Was that on in the 80s? I think it was the early 90s, if I recall. Hmm. Oh, they had toys. Look at that. Oh, who would have known? Um, let's look up fish <laughs> person show. <laughs> no. Uh, alas. It's just a bunch of, oh, fish hooks. I watched that show with Lillian. Is it good? Yeah, it's fine. It's a <laughs> cartoon. Uh, Justin Roiland voices one of the characters. Oh. Creative Rick and Morty. Oh, that's cool. We like Rick and Morty. Oh, jeez, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, a few years ago, I was dating a girl, and I... We were talking about Rick and Morty. And I can't remember the fucking context or whatever. And I, I we were driving somewhere, and she said something about Rick and Morty. And I said, don't think about it! And she goes, what? And like the car like swerved. I was like, what? She goes, how did you sound like him? <laughs> it's uncanny, really. <laughs> yeah, I wish Rick and Marty connected to Vertigo somehow. We yeah. could watch that. Hey, Sandman was in an episode. Really? Yeah, here. Rick. And <laughs> just doing anything I can to not pay attention to this movie. Rick and Morty, Sandman. Neil Gaiman reacts to Rick and Morty spoofing Sandman. I had no idea. Yeah, there he is. Oh. <laughs> That's brilliant. Like, it's at the very beginning. He's like chasing them around. I think they're, they're stealing the Dreamstone or something. <laughs> he's like chasing them around this M.C. Escher landscape. <laughs> oh. My Gemma. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's one of those, like, yeah, it's, it's like they don't call him Morpheus, but, like, that's fucking Morpheus. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's wonderful. What season is that? I think it's season two? Two okay. or three? It's just, and again, it's just like a... Uh, uh, fuck, they just... It's just like a cold open. Um, <laughs> just you're in it all of a sudden. Yeah. What... Don't play. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, God damn it. I was hoping that would say which episode it was. Well, I'll, I'll look it up later because I want to see that now. The whole series is on Hulu and, and HBO Max. Okay. Though, did I tell you, like, I, I was watching it on HBO Max. I was watching the last, like, season four or whatever that was when it 
premiered. And uh, it's it's edited on HBO Max. Like, it's beeped and shit. No. So, but on Hulu, it's not. I think the first two seasons are always. But I think season three and four are not. I wonder why they did that. I have no idea. But that's dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> it's HBO for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> you pioneered saying fuck on television. Exactly. <laughs> you have Game of Thrones and The Sopranos and... <laughs> oh, that was the Dreamstone in... Richie Destiny's chest there. Oh, you know, magical shrapnel. <laughs> Dr. Destiny, another Vertigo character. <laughs> and so was that Dr. Destiny that he finally turned into? And yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is... <laughs> Sorry, listeners, this just, yeah, for a movie that's only, you know, an hour and what? Fun change. <laughs> an hour and change. Wait, it's like, I think it's 72 minutes, I want to say. It is, runtime, 75 minutes. Oh, Excuse me all the hell. Uh-huh. So we've got 59 minutes. We've got 15 minutes left, basically. <laughs> really? Didn't they just defeat the bad guy, though? Uh, they defeated Faust. And then Dr. Destiny came out because you can't have just one villain. Gotta have five. You got like eight goddamn people on this team that don't really do anything. So, yeah, you gotta keep throwing out the villains. This is similar to 24-Hour Diner. He's making everyone go crazy and kill each other. It's significantly less interesting in this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What a bloodless carnage. <laughs> There's lots of sweat. Definitely R-rated. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would tout something as being R-rated and then not let the guy who directed it in on that. Oh, that came after the fact, clearly. Mm. It's just one of those they made it, and they're like, fucking, we can say that this is rated R and get the Edgelords in on it. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Because <laughs> it literally had a big sticker on the DVD cover that said, like, the first R-rated Justice League movie. <laughs> this is around the time that uh, the R-rated cut of Batman vs. Superman came out. It was DC being like, we're for, we're for grown-ups, dude. We don't do this kitty Iron Man bullshit. This is fucking real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, I must have fallen asleep long before this because now I'm looking at it and I'm like, I have, I really don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make any more sense than it did before. Even less so. I'm trying to find a cover of the Blu-ray that actually has that sticker on it. Oh, that would be funny. Because it was dumb. Um, <laughs> I got that special edition that came with the Constantine toy. Ooh. Toy. It's a fucking statue. <laughs> Is he out here somewhere? No. <laughs> oh. Is that it? Yeah, see? Oh. I'm going to write it all. <laughs> if you guys say so. <sighs> oh, this is what you were talking about earlier where the Justice League shows up for cameos. And you'd be like, oh, it's the Justice League. And then Swamp Thing shows up and gets bitch slapped. <laughs> <laughs> Because he had that one scene where he was like, I'm Swamp Thing, and I'm going to fucking swamp your thing. And then uh, he shows up here at the end, and literally he's like, I'll handle this. And the bad guy's just like, whack. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. And it looks like he dies. 
but they brought him back in the sequel, so he's not dead. But it was just the way, like, he literally, Dr. Destiny pulls Holland's body out of Swamp Thing. Oh. And it's like, oh, well, he's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see that he went out like a little bitch. <laughs> you, would, you would hope that would at least be kind of gory, right? No, it's not. No? <laughs> Got my hopes up there for a minute. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know, green vines and shit. Yeah, yeah. That counts. <laughs> Landscaping. Patrick and Jason screaming. I thought they were... Oh, wait, there's two of them now. Oh. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> That's very R-rated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit, dude! Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness! But then again, the sequel, again, overcorrected, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't be too hard on this for not being uh, sweary. <laughs> <laughs> the other one did more than it needed to. Uh... Oh, my God. I know, right? It's, it's just like... Other languages. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. He's calling Swamp Thing. Oh. Hey, Swamp Thing, I'm going to burn your tree if you don't help me. I, just... <laughs> I know You fucker! <laughs> <laughs> Conservation, you asshole! That was my best tree. <laughs> Defender of the Green, Swamp Thing. And he's so big, and he actually looks pretty impressive here that you expect some shit to go down. No, it'll go down for like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Green Lantern's rocking his shit. I don't think Jon Stewart was in these. I thought they went back to Hal Jordan, because they always do. Hey, you can't do that. You can't just pull a ring off a Green Lantern. It'll just go back to him. Like, that. ah! <laughs> that's, yeah, that seemed way too easy. <laughs> Incantation in another language! <laughs> that's not, also, that's not another language. <laughs> She's just talking backwards. Oh. Incantation! Again, same thing. <laughs> Superman's straining. <laughs> break your fucking head. Well, and that's another thing, too. I mean, we've been talking, so I've missed a lot of this. Like, do we ever get a chance to see through the Justice League's eyes and see how what they, they see Batman saying, as a demon? And they're just all demons. It doesn't matter. They're just all generic, dumb-looking demons. Okay, here we go. Something. Oh, I'm going to fucking kick your ass, because look at how big I can get. I can get so big, you've never seen a swamp thing this big. Hit you like a ball. <laughs> look at how big I am. Wah, 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 He's not hurting him at all. Like, the guy's in a force field, idiot. Do something else. <laughs> He's like a pinball machine. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is not working. Uh-oh. And now he's really mad. Atomic bomb. Yeah, I just destroyed a city. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. <laughs> Thunk. <laughs> and, you know what? Give me that. <laughs> Uh, do you remember? Um, I think they were really. Here it comes, here it goes, right? Ooh. Yeah, see, there's some vines. He just pulls out Holland. And then. Oh, oh he's crying! Oh. What the heck? What <laughs> the heck? Throws yeah. it. <laughs> so, like, the way they do that, like, that looks like he's not coming back. <laughs> right? Look at him, he's like, so sad. So sad. And he melts away because he's not a person anymore. He's just fucking grass. <laughs> oh. Uh, well. Anyway, you're saying, it reminds you. Um, do you remember, they were really popular when we were kids. They were like those glowing balls um, that were made out of, like, you know, the same thing that, like, jelly shoes were made out oh, of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember what the, But that's, anyway, that's. That's what, totally what that looks like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Destiny's riding around. This in. Fucking hamster wheel. 
of doom. Yeah. <laughs> Hamster wheel of doom. Oh, God, this is the longest ending ever. Yeah. Jesus. We've already had one final battle, and then we had to have another one. It's bigger. You know, um, the, the franchise that does that really well, like let's have more than one bad guy, uh, James Bond. And that's the cool thing about it is that you know, you know that whoever he's chasing in the beginning is not the main villain. Um, but for whatever reason here, it just does not work. Well, because Bond always has the big bad and then like the big bad's dragon, like his, his enforcer. Right. You know? And then usually Bond kills the bad guy, but then the Enforcer's still out there, and then we think everything's going to be fine, but then he gets back, and then Bond kills him and quips and fucks. You, <laughs> you know what? Don't, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> Stop drilling, you've hit oil. <laughs> exactly. Oh, gosh. So how did we get to... Uh, so th- this is supposed to be Richie Simpson, right? Yeah, he's been taken over by Destiny or something with the Mind Stone. Okay. Dream, Dreamstone. Mind Stone is from Marvel. <laughs> you were thinking about a better movie, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> Which, when we talk about Apocalypse War, I'll bring that up. Because that's literally just Avengers Endgame. Oh. Same fucking story. There are lines that are the same. <laughs> Constantine mentions 50% of the planet is gone. <laughs> oh my god, he does. Oh. We'll get to that. But uh, it ends the same way, basically, about them doing a little heist, going back in time to try to fix things. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, now I have to. This, this right here is about to be drug away by the shadowy black um, the, the, growling the, spirits. The, the Dementors. <laughs> Just like in Ghost. Yeah, it's true. Just like in Ghost. <laughs> Patrick Swayze should be in here somewhere. Oh, he's making pottery. He, yeah, in heaven. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that's exactly like Ghost. I didn't think about that. <laughs> it was more scary in Ghost, too. And that movie had the Righteous Brothers in it. What was that actor's name? The guy that played the bad guy in that? Uh, Tony Goldwyn. He is a great douche. Is he? <laughs> well, I just think he plays a oh. really good douche. Yeah, yes, he does. <laughs> in everything he's ever done. <laughs> Even in Tarzan? <laughs> yeah. He uh he's like he's like William Atherton levels of douche. Is that his name? Is it? I, I don't know. You know the guy from uh um the reporter in Die Hard. Oh. And uh Walter Peck. Yeah, William Atherton. He's, he's literally, like, he's as good of a douche as William Atherton is. <laughs> that guy plays such a great douche. He does. He really, really does. I remember when, uh, I think it's in the first Die Hard. Yeah, because he's in Die Hard 1 and 2. Uh, in the first Die Hard, when Holly punches him, I'm like, fucking don't stop, dude. <laughs> keep, keep going until you break something. Hit him again. <laughs> yeah. Knock his goddamn eyeball out. <laughs> Oh, poor William Atherton. He just plays such a good asshole. Wait, did they kill off Jason Blood? Yeah, he's dead. But then how can he be here? Yeah, I I that was the whole point of them. Whatever. Now he I knows. thought Jason Blood was in the sequel. Maybe it's just Edgar again. Maybe they bring him back? I mean, they don't. I mean, they they may, like, explain it, but... I, oh, God. Now, wouldn't that be great if you just, you know 
happened across a tombstone that said that in a cemetery somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a cemetery. That's just the... Uh... They put him on a hill. Yeah. <laughs> just you're walking around the Scottish countryside. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the feeder of destiny. Night of old. No, night of Camelot. Yeah. Like, shit, dang. Like, should I be taking a picture of this or, like, running in terror? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know much about curses, but I know that this is cursed. <laughs> This is forbidden ground. Turn around and walk away. Oh. What, did, what did she say? I don't know. Betsy would go mental. Oh yeah, because they're like, we're gonna do, a, we're gonna do our own Justice League, but it's gonna be dark. Oh, okay. So she just asked him to join up. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, no, I'm a free agent. I'll think about it if there's a sequel. And more blood this time, we promise. I like tons of blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you two lovebirds. Go ahead. Go through the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fucking house that just appears in you, like, really rubs me the wrong way, too. Like, it's not, that's not interesting to me. Oh, yeah, the house got destroyed, but it can rebuild itself. Then who fucking just live in the house all the time then? Have the have the house fight the guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, the, the type of story where it's like the stakes are high, but they're gonna know it's beer. Yeah, there we go. Jesus. That's you know what that should have been? There should have been uh Cain or Abel. Which, that would have been cool. Which one's the house of mystery? I can't remember. Cain and Abel, right? Yeah, but one of them's house of secrets, the other's oh, house oh. of mystery. I just can't remember which one. But that's who it should have been. If you're going to tie a character to the house, then tie the character who is tied to it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you should just stick her in a French maid outfit and call it good. The fuck? They just looked at each other really weirdly right there. I think it was supposed to symbolize, like, oh, you're part of the family, too. Come on in. Even though... I don't know. That, <laughs> that was very fuck me out. <laughs> well, it would probably be the most exciting thing to happen in this movie. And it's done. Well, good job, everyone involved. It's a paycheck. I mean... <laughs> uh, wow, only, only Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman got uh, creation uh, credits. credits yeah. Oh, God. And I don't think... I'm going to rewind because I don't care. I don't think the Batman... Well, maybe it did do Bill Finger. Because this was after 2016. That's when that took effect. Yeah, it's a Bill Finger. Well, that's good. Finally getting his due. Excuse me. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't think there's a post credit scene. But I'm going to fast forward. <laughs> Just in case. I'm tired of this. Wait. There's the other credits. Where? Oh, oh, there it is. Look at that. Constantine co-created by Steve Bissett. It doesn't say anything about Alan Moore. It does not. Because he uh, refused... To be credited. Why? Oh, for DC movies yeah, and shit? for any of his yeah, adaptations. Yeah, okay. That's right. That's right. He's, he's refused. There's actually, there's one time he allowed it uh, for an episode of Justice League Unlimited that adapted his story, uh, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. And he gave it his blessing, huh? Yeah. So it actually credits Alan Moore in the opening of that episode. Because it's a really direct adaptation of that story where uh, the Black Mercy, or 
forgot. Superman's birthday. Is that what it's called? Better have the Man of Tomorrow. I think so. That um, correct. It's Superman's birthday. Wonder Woman in the in the original comic, it's Wonder Woman, Batman, and Robin are going to the fortress to celebrate. And in the episode, it's just Wonder Woman and Batman. And they get there and find Superman like catatonic with this creature on him called a Black Mercy. Yes, yes, that's yes, yeah. Keeping him like uh, reliving a fake memory in his mind. Like what would have happened if Krypton and, hadn't blown up? Yeah, yeah. And then it turns out that it's actually Mongol. Yes. A big, big knockdown, dragout fight. I love that comic. Yeah. yeah, that was a really, really good one. That was that scene. A scene in that was on that wizard list of the most. Uh, iconic comic book moments or whatever. We went through that a few episodes ago. Yes. And that scene where uh, Mongol says, Happy birthday, Kryptonian. I give you oblivion. And then Superman looks at him and goes, Burn! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, lights him up with his heat vision. This fantastic fight. Yeah. Yeah, why couldn't we watch that? Um, because it's just not as good as this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing ever. My bad. <laughs> Obviously, I did not appreciate it enough. There's a great line from, I think it's season eight of The Office, when they had James Spader on there as the boss. <laughs> this is one line, and I, I, just, I think of this all the time, where he goes, you're better than this. Anyone is better than this, because this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> I think about that a lot. <laughs> Oh. All right, so this is done. We're fucking done. Um, <laughs> like and subscribe. Follow at Vertigo Versus blah, Vertigo Voices uh, on Twitter at fucking Instagram. Email us vertigovoices at gmail.com and just uh, go watch this movie. Because <laughs> obviously it's a Vertigo. Yeah, fucking yeah. No, this is a, this is a big fat Vertigo. Stop for me. I don't like this. No, no. Yeah. For to know, for to stop. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're glad to be back. Send us some love letters and hate mail. You're better than this. Everyone's better than this because this is the worst thing I have ever seen. <laughs>